0: Well, that's not true. Anyway. Yeah, the McFarland show is pretty good. The McFarland's are good. Justin and Darren, two to four. And then the uh, uh, Zach and uh, Devlin and Bruno, from four to six, right?
1: Uh, I wouldn't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be at Kitchen Notes tomorrow morning. Omni Nashville Hotel, Bill King Show, our show. Uh, last picking with the pickers of the year, Tim Leaper Roofing, Bento Living Chestnut Hill. want to thank them for our sponsorship uh, dating all the way back to the first Friday of uh, what? Labor Day weekend, right? I can't believe right? this is
1: the last Friday yeah. of Picking with we got, the pickers. we got that.
0: And uh, Vince Gill is going to join us yep. by phone. And Wendy Moten and her husband, uh, David Santos, the, uh, the world-class bassist, uh, is going to just come and hang out with us. And and and, uh, and it's invited a fun them. day. And you need to stay on the other side of the table from Wendy. I'm just telling you that right now, okay? Hey, big weekend. <laughs> big weekend for TSU basketball tonight. Well, it's uh, uh, just a, a Legends weekend. Tonight, Dick Barnett night and – Really, probably one of the uh, that late '57, eight, nine team of John McClendon uh, won the national championship three years in a row, a row. The first HBCU to win a national championship. The documentary tomorrow night, the Dream Whisperer team's going to be able to see with the uh, and at the time it was the uh, Tennessee A and I Tigers. And then the uh, 30th anniversary of the 92 OVC uh, championship team, that 92-93 team is going to be there. Uh, so, uh, big weekend, plus the Tigers. I, I'm, I'm going to let Penny Collins talk in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, first, but first uh, – Hang the, in there, Penny. Uh, they're, they're on a three-game win streak. They're at home this week tonight at 8 o'clock against SEMO and then Saturday afternoon, 3.30 against Tennessee Tech. Penny, you can talk now. Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Good morning, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What a, it's going to be a cool weekend. I just want to get all that out first.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to see all the legends come back, all the basketball alumni come back. It's, uh, they deserve this opportunity to be celebrated.
0: Well, you got to be
1: excited, too. Three straight wins. What's been cl- uh, clicking for your, for your guys, Coach?
2: Uh, man, we're just in a good, good little rhythm right now. Uh, playing well. Obviously, winning two road games definitely makes it feel a little bit better. Um, guys are just getting back healthy. Um, again, we're uh, incorporating some guys back even today. So I'm excited just about the direction that we're headed in right now, going into the most important part of the year.
0: Well, and and where you are, these next five games, every team you plays in front of you in the standings and it's so, it's, it's really nuts. You're one game out of third and two games out of second and Mm -hmm. the, the team's in second, you play tonight.
2: Absolutely. You know, that's the best part about it. Like, we kind of control our own destiny. If we want to have opportunity to finish in that top two or top four and get a bye, uh, we control our own destiny. And uh, we got to go out and take care of business. You know, four of our next six games at home, you know, Gentry Center is a tough place to play. and We we need our fans to come out and and make it an even tougher place to play tonight.
0: Well, in, in two games in a row, you've had five players scoring double figures, and we wonder, we knew what Junior Clay was going to do, and, and obviously Marcus Fitzgerald, but that Zion Griffin the other night, 23 points, and, and from a zero on Thursday, by the way, just the balance now has started to come through.
2: Yeah, um, you know, guys got to step up and produce. We challenged them. Um, you know, the schemes and things that we're doing, you know, we, we know they work. You know, we've had success all year long, but when we, when we haven't, it's just been a, a lack of production, a, a lack of uh, focus and key moments. So, you know, just film studies and, and watching watching, watching and watching and watching. Sometimes it finally clicks, and the difference has been we've had guys step up and play. You know, Zul Quest is playing on a whole another level than he was the first half of the season. And you uh, know, for us to continue to be good and have a chance, we need, we're going to need those guys to continue to step up.
0: Isn't that the way, though, of the world uh, these days because of the transfer portal and all the different roster shifts? Uh, I mean, you know, the point guard at, at, at Moorhead State was your point guard, and then you got now the point guard, the four-time All-OVC, is now leading the league for you. And it, it seems like that's just sort of the norm. And doesn't it take a little bit longer because of it to hit your stride because you got every year so many different moving pieces?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely uh, the transfer portal and NIL and everything that's been added on all at once has definitely threw a different sauce into college sports, college athletics. And the uh, the days of having – knowing who you're going to have next year, is uh, those days are gone. And you got to recruit your own team as well as recruiting players every year. Uh, you know, I think we've done a great job here on – I'm trying to stack the classes you know we got two really good redshirt shirt guys that are coming in next year and two freshmen coming in as well so but at the end of the day you uh you just don't know what the future holds you know you can have a guy come in and be a, a all league player or a player to year candidate and then you know transfer to a, another school the next year but that's the that's, it's the wild wild west now <laughs> you know <it's, laughs> it, it is what it is and uh, you know we got we have to adapt to it
1: Coach, you mentioned Zulqueeth. I mean, he's been really active for you lately. Talk a little bit more about him. What's gotten into him lately?
2: I just think um, confidence. He, he he battled with his own personal confidence, and he just decided that, hey, man, you know, I, I don't have that much time left. I need to empty the tank every game. He's he's played with a immense amount of confidence here lately. The same wide open shots he was getting earlier this year, uh, he was missing them. He's making them now. You know, and they. That's, that's really all it boils down to. Once you, once you start seeing that ball go through the rim a little bit, your confidence grows higher. You start playing harder. You start sprinting harder, defending better. And uh, that's what's going on with Zulu right now.
0: Well, and as a coach, how tough is it? Because, you know, he you've, you've given him the green light. But, he you know, and up until the last three or four games, wasn't hitting but about, what, 25% on the threes. But mm-hmm. you still – let him do what he does. How is that mm-hmm. as a coach when you look at the numbers but you know what the potential is?
2: Uh, you just got to trust uh, what you see every day. You know, trust the work that these guys put in. We, I see them. We do drills. We do shooting drills. And, and you know, Zool will go 9 for 10 in, in, on a spot. He'll go, you know, 10 for 10 in the next spot. Then 9 for 10. And he's like, Zool, you got to make these in the game, But He's <laughs> like, we need you to make it in the game. Uh, you know, we, we'll watch a film and you don't want to wear them out with, you know, pressure on him to make the shots, but we just stay consistent with him, letting him know that we believe in him. Uh, not just him, all the, all the guys that we, that we have that can shoot the ball. Like even Zion Griffin, you know, he goes he goes, has zero points against Southern Indiana over, over from the field, and the next night, you know, we, we tell him to keep shooting. And uh, the next night, he goes five for nine from the three and wins the game for us with 23 points. So, You just got to continue to put confidence in in these guys and make them believe and, uh, you know, when Zool and Zion, those guys are making shots, uh, we're a tough team.
1: We're talking with uh, Coach Penny Collins from Tennessee State. Uh, Coach, you mentioned this being the most important time of the year. What's your message to your team overall as you hit the stretch?
2: Well, like you said, we're in that stretch right now where we're in the second half of the overseas season and uh, once we hit the, the nine, we had 18 games in the conference season and once we hit the the, uh, the halfway point, we kind of just retooled, refreshed, had fresh minds and told, told our team that we're starting a new season zero-on-zero. Zero. So in our minds right now, we're 3-0. We're undefeated right now. <laughs> 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 we're telling our guys, I mean, we're 3-0, new season. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just taking it one game at a time. And we just want to be playing our best basketball uh, going into Evansville and uh, be the hottest team going into Evansville, be the healthiest team. Uh, we are getting Christian Brown back tonight and Emmanuel DeWana. Both of those guys are available to play tonight. So, uh, it's just good just to get guys back healthy. And um, now we got to figure out, you know, new root, root, new root, new rotations tonight. But at the same time, uh, getting our team healthy and being the best version of ourselves going into Evansville.
0: Well, and Christian Brown, uh, before he got hurt, was averaging 14 a game. So, the, the Georgia transfer out of uh, Hopkins, South Carolina uh, – <laughs> I don't know how I know that. Uh, anyway, well, you're uh, a play-by-play guy, yeah, but, you kind of know it. But need to all right, all Penny.
1: Then you're is, just showing off. I'll bro. be quiet.
0: <laughs> is this um, is this the first time in you you know the date? I think it was at Eastern Kentucky, maybe four years yep. ago. Is this yep. the first time your team is completely healthy in like four years?
2: Yeah, barring somebody stepped out the shower today and turned the ankle. Uh, yeah, this is the first time. It's actually three years to be exact. Okay. Uh since we've had our whole team. This will be the first time tonight and it's cr- it's crazy to think about that, but it's true. We just had knickknack injuries, stomach like Emmanuel Duana had a stomach virus last week. I mean it's you can't make this stuff up. You know, mm-hmm. T J T J Bartholomew turns his ankle in the game, uh, against Simo after he's playing well. It's just you can't make some of this stuff up. Um, Christian Brown, you know, he's been practicing the last two weeks. Uh I'm not sure if he's quite ready from a conditioning standpoint, but, uh, you know, he'll be ready to play tonight and he'll be excited. And, you know, it's just good to have those guys back on floor. We had 15 guys in practice as the first time we've ever wow. had that. It was, it was, it was amazing.
1: Wow. Uh, you probably had to get name tags on. it. like, who are you again, <laughs> <laughs> Coach, what concerns you about SEMO?
2: I uh, mean, they're a real good, real good team. Well coached. Um, they beat us the last three times we played them. They beat us all three times. um, you know, they got one of the best players in the league, Phil Russell, the point guard, you know, Chris Harris, Israel Barnes, great backcourt. Um, they play; they can really, really score. They're one of the best scoring teams in the OVC. Um, and it's going to be a challenge for us tonight. I'm, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it, you know. Uh, you know, we, I, I, we got one goal, and that's to go 4-0. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> By gonna,
0: the way, Were Phillip, you going to interject uh, something there? Yeah, I, I was going to say Philip Russell, but he's a mouthy little player. You know that?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'll let you speak on that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I'm not the only one that's saying that. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, he got his own little style, and he, we we definitely have him circled on our uh, yeah. scouting report today.
0: Uh, him and Junior are back and forth, who leads the league in scoring and assist uh, with that. Um, you're, uh, I've I've get to see. A little bit behind the curtain, obviously traveling with you guys, and thank you for putting up with me. Uh, <laughs> but LeBron James, now the all-time leading scorer, some of the best basketball arguments I've heard mm. are with his coaches and his managers and his players about mm. who's better. And, and yep. I know where you. I know where you are, Penny. Yep, I'm old school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I'm just one of those guys that, you know, I, I grew up watching Matthew Johnson, Larry Bird, and Isaiah Thomas. And these guys stayed with their team. And, you know, Michael Jordan, they stayed with their team. So, I just got to respect for Kareem and some of these guys that did it with their group and built it that way. But it's no I, knock on the new Wait a minute, Coach.
1: That. Kareem left the Milwaukee Bucks to go to L.A. You
2: know, hey, he won a championship
1: but, in Milwaukee, and then he went hey, to Tinseltown.
2: Hey, but he played in L.A. for a long time. He did. Time. You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I just got a lot of respect for LeBron James. What he's done his career, I, I love love what he's done on and off the court. But he's he's not Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, you, you
1: set me up. For that, I, didn't I knew you? I knew where it was going, yeah, John I, uh, uh, uh-huh. Penny. If you Penny, don't know, I'm sorry. I'm, I've used I'm a, you. I'm a major LeBron honk, and I lo- you know, and I respect what MJ did. I watched MJ's entire career, but yeah, that's how old. I am. I watched him in college. Uh, mm-hmm. all right. All right. We're not going to get into that. I watched I watch you,
0: Kareem That's exactly. old I am. You,
1: you watch George Miken. Um <laughs> <laughs> Penny uh I know you're busy preparing for this game but did you, uh did you happen to catch a UT Vandy last night?
2: I did not see the game. I was uh our recruiting or well, going I went and watched Jalen Jones our uh, freshman phenom coming in next year. Who by the way, I think I feel like I need to say this real quick. Yeah. In high school Jalen Jones' team, they deserve a lot more publicity than they're getting right now. You know, they won a state championship last year. They're 21-0 and 0 right now. It's it's amazing to watch. It was a packed house last night. The mayor of Nashville was in there. And I didn't see nothing on the news. I don't see nothing in the Tennessee end. We got to get him on the show, Greg. Got to get Jalen Jones on the show, All right, man. sure. This, this guy's doing an unbelievable job. I'm proud of what he's doing. I can't wait to coach him next year. But that's where I was last night. So when I got home I did see the highlight. I text Jerry Stackhouse and told him how excited I was for him to get the win and I invited him and his wife to the game tonight. So nice. Maybe maybe Jerry makes a surprise appearance in the gentry center tonight. That'll be great for our fans to see him. A lot of people grew up watching him. So uh shout out to Jerry Stackhouse and the fan Bill for getting that big win last night. And he
0: needs to schedule one of those guarantee games too, okay?
2: Yes, yes and no. I, I, I don't <laughs> like, you know, you know I, I'd, I'd hate that. I'd hate to have to play against people. My friend, people that I go out yeah. to dinner with, spend time with. You know, he's a good friend of mine, and I don't. I would hate to have to play him, and and if we beat him you know what I'm saying it I don't want to go through <laughs> that <laughs> No I think a lot of
1: people don't realize I mean Stack's a heck of a guy we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago or a week ago whenever it was and we had a great conversation and I think he realizes you know what I got to I got to be more visible out in the community I got to make myself more available and and let the let the fans cuz there's so many passionate Vanderbilt fans that listen to us as well as Tennessee State Tiger fans as well and I think he's starting to realize now I, you know I got to I got to you know, I got to be more of a man of the people. Yeah,
2: yeah, no doubt. And he, and he, he's a great, great guy. I mean, he, he, I, since spending time with him, you know, we eat dinner or whatever. Our wives, we they just we just laugh the whole time. He's just <laughs> such a joy to be around, man. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that he's not in the community. I, you know, every time I see a post, he's doing something in the community. But I think, uh, I
1: think from just you know, you know, doing you know yeah. sports talk radio interviews with idiots like us and that kind of thing.
2: That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But uh, hopefully he'll come out to the Gentry tonight. We we'll, we'll see Terry check out tonight. He can give us some of that Memorial magic. <laughs> <laughs> bring some of that over here. You,
0: you know, Penny, you were talking about East Nashville and the attention in our city, and and I think I can now be a, considered a, a pretty good historian of sports history in our city here. Uh, 1957, 1958, 1959, TSU, John McClendon, three straight NAIA national championships. Uh, the first first HBCU team to ever win a national championship. He was con- the really the first black coach of a power five, quote, power five uh, in in our country. That really doesn't get the attention that it deserves, quite frankly.
2: No, not at all. I mean, John McClendon studied the game under the inventor of basketball, James Nesmith. So, you know, start there. You know what I mean? That's, that's what's crazy to me. And, you know, he invented – basically invented uh, – fast break basketball he's an inventor of fast break basketball in the same style that we play today and for what he did and then not only that you know he coached he coached at um like you said a non he coached a predominantly white institution and but then he was the first black professional basketball coach as well Mm -hmm. and uh he was one of the first coaches to go overseas he's the first coach to go overseas and coach european and run european camps i mean all of this history is coming from a guy that coached at Tennessee State. It's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, our court is named after him, John McClendon court. And uh, the legend, you can't even really put into words how much it means or what he did in his career. He's a pioneer. He's inducted into the basketball hall of fame. and So I have an opportunity to get that team in, uh, celebrated today at halftime during our game. It's going to be its really, really cool moment.
0: Yeah, and Dick Barnett there too. That's That's so cool as well. Penny, thank mm-hmm. you, man. I'll see you tonight. You tonight. Thanks for having me on, guys. John, take care of that dude right there, man. He, uh, I'll like do my car. best,
1: coach. You know how tough it is. You work with him as well.
2: <laughs> man, hard to deal with, man. Appreciate y'all, though. Thanks, Penny. Yeah. All
1: right, see you ben. soon. Yeah, I'm